0: Take
1: it. It. Wins. Two legends in basketball analysis,
0: with over seventy years combined experience. This is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything.
1: You know what can I say? But it wasn't going to happen here with him. I was okay with it because it wasn't about talent. I didn't think.
0: All right, let, let's get right to
2: it. All right, guys, here we go. It is the post All Star Break edition of the Ryan and Goodman Tangling Along for the Ride podcast. We got a lot to get to. We are going to touch on Jawan Howard and that whole fiasco. And will Bronny play with Braun? And what's going to happen with Harden and Philly? And, you know, Simmons with the Nets coming up this Friday. That's all coming up on the show. But we don't see a lot of punches thrown in basketball games. I mean, I think about Kermit Washington, you know, that, that always comes to mind. But generally, there's a lot of bravado and no action. Unfortunately, we saw that. Jeff, we'll start with you. This is your beat with Michigan and, and Jawan Howard, who has just been to me such a great asset for the college game. I yeah. mean, just I mean this NBA guy who played like forever in the NBA. He's a member of the Fab Five. I think he he just represents Michigan so well. He's been so great. And then I was just flabbergasted. You know, when he punches the assistant coach of Wisconsin, he's going to get five games and $40,000, which I think is peanuts. I think the five games is a joke. I think he should be gone for like a year. I don't know how you feel. about that. You know, I, I can't wait
0: to hear Bob's take on this because he's obviously been covering uh, the game a lot longer than either of us, but I've never seen this. I've covered AU basketball for 20 plus years. I've covered college for 20 plus years. I've covered NBA plenty. I have never seen a coach strike another coach like this now was it a punch I I guess the kids these days call it a mush the way he hit him because it was kind of open-handed and he kind of almost like clawed him or tried to claw him but whatever it was he struck him and to me I think you're right Gary I, I think you could easily justify suspending Juwan Howard for the rest of the season not five games for the regular season but Big Ten tournament if they make the NCAA tournament which right now They're right on the bubble. But again, you don't do that. And and too many people to me were trying to make excuses for why he did it, right? They were trying to say, Greg Gard, you know, put hands on him. Greg Gard didn't put hands on him. He tried to stop him in the handshake line. And Gard was trying to obviously explain himself. What else was he? He could have said, hey, I'll call you later. That would have been the best way to do it. I'll call you later. But he didn't. He tried to stop him. He didn't put hands on him. And even if he did, Juwan Howard would have, could have decked Greg Gard. I mean, Bob Ryan is more intimidating right now than Greg Gard. It was a complete and utter overreaction. There's no question. Um, The consensus
1: prediction was the rest of the season, regular. And it's very uh, interesting. It sounds like a lot, except we only got five games left. You know, this would have been um, interesting to know what would have been the adjudication if it were January 8th, you know, as opposed to February 21st when this happened uh, or 20th when it happened. OK, um, it, I am exasperated and in, in overall by the pettiness here. Uh, first of all, he shouldn't have been pressing to start with. OK, uh, ridiculous. And, and but that's OK. Shouldn't have been pressing. And then the guards give me this coach speak bs about f- protecting the walk-ons
0: in right. the last 15 right. seconds to get right. the ball up and not stop just it. turn it over turn right. it. who cares if you turn the ball over at that point it's irrelevant stop it, greg that's right. coach right. bs i don't right. want
2: to hear
1: that okay Th- but that doesn't excuse what howard did now one of the issues here which i don't know how much was taken into consideration by the big 10 is that he's a recidivist and the incident that happened last year in the big 10 tournament with, with Mark Turgeon. Uh, I don't know how much they took that in, but that should be considered. And uh,
0: this is, this is serious. I don't think it was Bob. I don't, I don't think that had any bearing on the penalty here. I think the penalty was based on this incident unto itself. Wow. Well, I think it should have been if, if, if considered taken into
1: consideration.
2: Well, then,
0: then to me, he, he should have gotten the Big Ten tournament. If, All right. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, problems. but guys, let's face it.
2: Look, Juwan Howard is very important to NCAA basketball. I mean, if you're a casual basketball, a casual college basketball fan and you see Juwan Howard coaching, it's like, oh, OK, I know that guy. He, I mean, it was yep. a Michigan like when Michigan's playing great hoop, it's good for business. Sure. When they've got a name, it's good for business. I mean, you we, you know, Sheshevsky's leaving, right? All these guys, they're all leaving,
0: you know. Well, Jawan, here's the thing, Gary. All the, I did a story on this 10 days ago. I don't know if, Bob, you saw this, but I went through every, if you haven't, you need to, because it'd be, it'd be interesting for you to read more than anybody. I went through all the current coaches, college co- head coaches, And probably 25 or so formers, most of them in the last 10 years or so, but I included like Clyde Drexler, every coach who's played over 200 NBA games. So Tony Bennett only played 150 NBA games. Mark Pope only played 150. They don't qualify. To me, it's more of the guys who who actually made a living playing, playing the game in in the NBA. And Juwan Howard was the highest. I, I gave him all grades. He was the highest graded active coach. I gave him a B plus and I thought that was a little generous. So I guess what I'm trying to say, Gary, is he's one of the few guys, especially who made a hundred million playing because we go through Chris Mullen failed. Patrick Ewing right. failing. Even like Fred Hoiberg didn't play a ton in the NBA. Fred Hoiberg 2.0 right now in Nebraska failing. Most of the Clyde Drexler was an utter embarrassment. Isaiah Thomas hit FIU, an utter embarrassment. You can go down the line. I, I'm going to give, Bob, did you read the story or no no I know I need to see it I'm actually right, I'm gonna send it to you but here and this is going to surprise you and it surprised me a little bit here's the trivia question for you of guys who coached in the last 10 20 years the formers what in, what what college coach who played over two hundred NBA games got the highest grade from me not current former yeah I don't know i am well, this is gonna watch Bob's reaction on this, Gary Al Skinner. Ha! Wow! <laughs> That's fabulous. Did you know he played over? He played over three hundred NBA games. No, I, I wouldn't yeah. have known
1: what, what number to put on, but I, yeah. I'm not surprised to hear that he was around for quite a while as a net, yeah. particularly.
0: Uh, and he went to listen. You and I wrote at the end, and we got a lot of crap for it. It <laughs> was you and I against the <laughs> world, okay. right? I don't want to. I don't want to revisit history, but we both said it was time for the Al Skinner era to end. I still believe that, and I think Bob does too. They've made the wrong hires since, right. but it doesn't mean that they, parting ways with Al Skinner at that right. point in time was the wrong move. But Al Skinner did a hell of a job early in in his tenure at Boston College. He was terrific.
2: No, he so, if, Bob, if Juwan Howard is a Juwan Howard, does he get a more severe penalty? Well, yes if he was a coach that wasn't
0: winning at a high level that didn't play for his school, in my opinion, you'd have a third of the coaches right now, if they had done the same thing Juwan Howard did, they would be fired today. How's that? That's what I would say. A third of the coaches in American college basketball division one head coaches. Now, again, a bunch of them would be guys that were losing and, and they could justify with cause firing them for this incident. But again, Juwan Howard played at Michigan and has fared well at Michigan as a coach. Oh, not only does he play at Michigan, he's part of the most you know right.
1: fabled group ever, and, and and we all know. Okay, no, he's gone. That's a great question. The answer, I think, I, I have to believe that what you said is is true. No, he's he's not just in the, in any other guy, and we understand that. But uh, it, it, you know, it's funny, guys. I was uh, uh, just as an aside, I was watching the game until. The 15 seconds and i said oh it's over yes. let's see how providence's bid to come back at butler You, flipped well. it. you so flipped flipped it. It. at that moment i went
0: i flipped Sorry. it and i and sure enough i i, I hit the jackpot watching yeah. providence pull it out Oh no, no 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 i hit the jackpot because what i saw i then took the video of and i put that video up i don't know if you saw it mm-hmm. do you know how many people viewed that video the last I checked, it was at 11 million people that had watched that 30-second clip of Juwan Howard striking Joe Krabenhoff. All right. Oh, I was oh, of one. So, I mean, so anyway, I find out about it. So now have, I, I
1: missed it in yeah. real time. But I find out about it very quickly. Yeah. Whether it was Twitter or whatever, I don't know. And I then, you know, I, I jumped into it uh, to find out about it. But so but I didn't see it live, even though I had been watching the game. But as a, just at that moment, you know, the 15-second thing, and it, I said, "Well, this game's over, and let's go see how PCs doing now." Because I knew they had been <laughs> by nineteen, and they yep. pulled out the game at Butler. But have, uh, have you ever seen anything like this in no. all your years? No, no, I. I I wasn't present when Red Auerbach punched Ben Kerner in 1957 during the finals. I regrettably, no.
2: Uh, you know, seriously. Well, I mean, and, uh, it's just Kermit Washington and Tommy John and Tom Donovan. Well, oh, but that's, we're talking about coaches here. You know, right, the players I'm, so different. I'm talking about just punching. I mean- No, we're talking about coaches.
1: Punches we've seen. Yeah. Oh, I've seen punches. Dave right. Cowens, had a, he had like a a, a a ring magazine record. Did he? Oh, my God. He, he
0: had at least four or five. Punches, but coach at any level. I've covered AU basketball where you think that would be like a commonplace thing. It doesn't even happen in shitty AU basketball. This stuff isn't happening now. Parents. Yes, I've seen it in crowds with parents throwing haymakers at each other, but never coaches. Never, ever, ever coaches throwing, you know, again, whether it's a punch, a slap, a mush, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Yeah, that. that part. now, by the way, when you look at that, it was it like it,
1: it looked like it started out with a closed fist. He opened right. it up. Yeah. But at the end, it's fisted. After the fact, you have to see this thing twice yep. or more to figure out exactly what happened. And it didn't. He did not. He struck. I would say I struck is do We, do we is the don't best
0: know word. what he said to him, right? No, we don't. We. I mean, it we know matter. Juwan said, "I'll remember that." I'll remember he, that. He said, "I'll remember that," and Greg Gard tried to explain. In a way, and guard. How are you, Bob? With guard, guard got a ten thousand dollar fine. Joe Kravenhoff got nothing, oh. uh, and, and the players all that threw punches got a game suspension. How are you but with all that? I stuff? don't know what Joe Kravenhoff. Why he's even singled out by Juwan Howard? Did he say something to him? I have no. He point. ran up and he put his he. You know, this is the problem. People say, "Well, he put hands on him." Well, oh, Kravenhoff put put his hand on Terrence Williams, a Michigan player who was kind of. Next to him. And, and again, like put hands on him, like define, put hands on him. It's very different when you're literally just putting your hand on a guy to try to calm him down.
1: Particularly enough, and anything that's going to uh, uh, that kind of a melee or not melee, that kind of a circumstance. You know, you, you some people are trying to keep people away. Well, right. No, that, that, that's nonsense. Um, to answer the question, Wisconsin has answered already by saying we are looking at this as a Wisconsin fine, not a great guard fine. And, right. and, and it's not coming out of his pocket. The 10 grand is, yeah. is coming out of the, yeah. the university, not out of his pockets. He, he, yeah. he didn't do
0: anything egregious by any uh, means.
1: No, he wanted, you know, they did a stupid thing, of you know, yep. which is, but he, uh, he wanted to explain. There's sure. no question the whole point for him. It's also been pointed out to me that uh, Howard waited till the end of the line, usually instead of the coaches. Right. He, he was looking for trouble. He was, looking, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was, he was looking to assert himself. He was, I'll put it he that way. I, I don't want to go be misquoted here or, or taken out of context. Uh, no, I, I'll re- withdraw that statement. He's looking for trouble. He was looking to assert himself and make a statement There's nothing yep. of some kind. That is clear. And, and uh, you know, it, and it's complete overreaction to the whole thing. And everybody's part. He should never have been pressing. Guard should just walk and let All of it. Stop talking about the protecting the poor walk-ons. They're, they're like they're like five-year-old kids or something. Come on, Greg. Yep. That doesn't yep. work for me.
2: You should just be happy to be on the floor.
1: God Almighty! So yeah, that's that's nonsense. Ah, you know. What, what do I say? Well, by the way, we, did you notice who? Uh, I know Jeff knows. Do you know who is coaching now? Who's the head coach of the acting coach of, of uh, the Wolverines? Phil Martelli. Phil Martelli has been his aide de camp, his associate head coach, for the three yeah. years.
0: Yeah. Phil Martelli will right. be back in the saddle for his final yeah. five games. That I means yeah. so maybe he can get them. I mean, the other part we haven't talked about. And I know we want to move on. We've his but the other part is the impact that this is potentially going to cost these kids with an opportunity taking away. Like Hunter Dickinson has had a hell of a year as a big man for Michigan, a sophomore, and now. You lose your head coach. Now, again, luckily they got Martelli, but you're losing your head coach. You're losing your best freshman for a game in a stretch in which Michigan needs to win games in order to get into the NCAA tournament. So you, you've you not only embarrassed your school and college basketball at a time when college basketball finally has the limelight on it, but you're also Potentially going to cost these kids an opportunity to do the thing they want to do, which is get into the NCAA. Team. Well, I think
1: losing the kids more important because they do have Phil Martelli. They have an experienced right. coach of over seven hundred games or yep. uh, wins or whatever—not wins, but games, I guess. So, come on, uh, I, I don't think that's going to be a big deal. That uh, they've got a, 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 an established coach yep. to, to, to step right in who's been there every day with them to all all this all uh, 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 however long any of those kids have been there. Martelli's been there longer. So yep. he's been there for all of them. I don't think it's that's quite a big deal. I don't. I think. All
2: it's right. Moving deal. on uh, to our next topic, uh, LeBron James has said, and we've heard <laughs> this before, that he would love to play with LeBron James Jr. Bronny. He would love to play with Bronny, and you know, we mentioned the the Griffies. You know, Ken Senior and Junior. They they in the were in baseball. House. Um, but the question I have, because I had to look it up, I mean Bronny is like the 34th ranked prospect in his class. Yeah. Okay. And he's a four star Jeff, you can explain that, but I mean, LeBron, I don't think your kid's going to make it to the NBA. Is he? Well, he,
0: he may make it there, but he's not a one and done. In my opinion, he may be a four year player. So for, for LeBron to put the pressure on him. So LeBron turns 38 in December. So basically virtually for next season, which Bronny James will be a senior in high school next season. LeBron James will be 38 years old. So then Bronny has to do one more year because the, the the rule won't change by then. So he's got to do at least one. Let's say he's a one and done and he goes to G league Ignite, or he goes to college for a year or whatever. He comes in. If he does one and done, he's coming into the league in two years when LeBron is 39 years old. Okay, that's two years. I don't think he's a one and done player. I really believe he's a four year college player. So let's say, even for argument's sake, he's two and done. All right, which I don't again, he's a he's a nice player. Like you said, Gary, I've seen him play multiple times this past summer. He's a nice player. He is not a guy who's gonna set the world on fire. He he's a he's a top 50 ish player. Actually, he's probably closer to 50 to 100 can he get better absolutely he's got good feel for the game um does all the little things but again he's not LeBron he's not six eight you know two he can't impose his will he's not an elite passer he's not a an elite athlete any of that so you're you're talking 41 years old if if Ronnie ever makes it like don't set the why 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 say this about your son Don't put the pressure on him. He's already got a lot of pressure. How big is he, by the way? He's like 6'4", I think, is probably
2: what I kind of remember him
0: being. He's 6'4", 6'3", 6'4". Right, right. Maybe 6'4". Maybe. You know, probably grow a little bit more. So he'll probably be 6'4". And again, he should go to college and enjoy college. And LeBron, of all people, (laughs) not to understand. Like, he's always so smart. And, and methodical and how he talks. I can't believe he didn't think this one through saying like, Hey, listen, I would love to, I don't, I didn't see the quote, but maybe, maybe I'm interpreting it wrong, but all I need to say was, listen, it would be awesome. If I could ever get a chance to play with my son, I'd like to stick around as long as I can. Maybe God willing, you know, Bronny's ready to go to the NBA after a couple of years, but I don't know. He wouldn't be the
1: first parent. I can assure you, as someone who has covered his share of high schools in yeah. the old days, you wouldn't be the first parent to uh, overestimate the uh,
2: skill, skill level of his or her offspring. Okay? We saw Doc do it. We saw Doc Rivers do it. He did. We he saw did. Doc, and I was shocked. I mean, yeah. you know. But so well, I mean, they're not uh, realistic.
0: <laughs> they're, so they're realistic about everything else. But listen, none of us are with our kids. How many of us are realistic with our kids and their abilities? And, you know, we think we are with shortcomings, <laughs> but I, I don't think LeBron's any different. No, I'm saying he's showing
1: this human, this humanity there. Right. <clears throat> this is every man speaking, perhaps. And yeah, we all say he should know better, but I've met other parents who should have known better too, yeah. including coaches, you know, who, uh, especially coaches, <laughs> frankly. So this is, I don't know if we just put it in that category or not but it is, it, it is uh, uh, unfair to the young man to, you know, he has got enough, I should say
0: problems in life. A lot of pressure. I mean, right. I mean, listen, I remember a couple of years ago on two courts at an AU tournament, this is when Monty Bates was the number one player and, and on the cover of sports illustrated, he's on one court and there might've been 200 people on the next court is Bronnie James, who again is, you know, a top 50 ish player. And he's got a full house. You cannot absolutely, you can't even get in standing room only. It's shut down. So the kid on Instagram, if you look at it, like his social media following is out of control. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, there's a lot of pressure on this kid. Why put any more pressure on him if you're LeBron James?
1: Yeah, well, that's that, that's a But it turns out to be a rhetorical question. Right. He, he did it. It's done. And now, you know, I, in a sense we're talking
2: about it. We're talking about it. We shouldn't be talking about this. This well, is how about this, though. But if LeBron gets his way, uh, maybe Presty will be the GM and then he can draft <laughs> Bronny. That's right. I'm going right. to segue, Jeff. How about that? Pretty good. Pretty good. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean,
0: this this praise that he threw on to Oklahoma City general manager and Emerson graduate Emerson grad- Sam Presty was like baffling to me because my daughter could have drafted Kevin Durant at number two. Now he did a good job with Westbrook. He did. He took Westbrook Harden eh, like I'll give him some credit for drafting Harden, but this, this franchise is a mess right now. They stink. They stink. They got a a million picks, a bunch of young players. The kid from Australia has been good, but again, numbers on crappy teams. I, I don't give a lot of credence to it. So this, this love fest for Sam Presti, is baffling to me, except the fact that we know what it is, right, Bob? It's just a shot at Rob Palenka. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and talk about disingenuous. I mean, to
1: say the least, I mean, since we all, uh, kind of know who, who, uh, wanted various moves made on that team, right? including, including one whose name has already been mentioned, Russell Westbrook. Yeah. And, uh, you know, come on, LeBron. You know, he's trying to, trying to have it both ways here, pretending that he wasn't the, the orchestrator or the high-level uh, uh, court of last resort approval guy on this. You know, come on. Stop it, LeBron. So this is really disingenuous. It, it's unbecoming. I mean, I'm, yeah. he, he's such a contradiction sometimes. I, yes. I, I, he's going about his life a, a lot of ways very well. I love, I still love his game. I will always love his game. But, God, he, he's... he. he he has to have it
0: both ways.
1: He wants to be so many things. He wants to wear so many hats, you know, on and off the court. And, you know, and, and, and in the middle of all, his having individual, individually a wonderful year.
2: Yeah. You know, he also, I think it's, you know, mortality maybe sinking in when you mentioned about wanting to play with his son. He's, you know, he's approaching 40. How much longer is he going to, he looks at the other teams, right? Okay. So this so. is supposed to, He's pissed because Anthony Davis was supposed to be the guy that gets him to their next championship. Right. So he'll have a championship with Cleveland, have a couple with Miami. And then he has, then he wins with the Lakers. Okay. Well, I think we've all agreed. doesn't look like he's going to get one with the Lakers. No. You know, so who's he going to blame? He's going to blame the GM.
0: Yeah. And you are the GM. Ultimately you, (laughs) nothing, nothing is happening without you. Everybody knows that, uh, you know, again, supposedly LeBron was on board with the lack of moves that were made. Um, But, you know, ultimately, listen, you know, it's on, you know, Rich Paul was the one who orchestrated everything to get Anthony Davis out there uh, with LeBron. That's who we partnered with, Anthony Davis, we knew was injury prone prior. And it's, it's backfired a little bit. It's backfiring the last couple of years here.
1: Yeah, yeah. So,
0: Anthony Davis. The saga of Anthony Davis continues.
1: You know? Sucks because he's a great right. kid. Right, you just keep waiting. in yeah. when when's it going to happen yeah. again? You know, and now this, we have another one, uh, a very of significance of, to happen this weekend. The, when's it going to happen again? Category, which of course is Chris Paul. Yeah, whose yeah. elusive, whose bid for that elusive ring has been, you know, si- it always
0: hurt when it matters, Bob. Well, yeah, All, there's, there's always something with Chris Paul when it matters, and. Fair. You just wonder if this is going to hold, because Phoenix has a chance. I mean, they've got a, a, as good a chance as anybody if they're healthy. And now, without Chris Paul, they're forty-eight you know. and ten as we speak. And, wow!
1: And um, you know, they're, they're, they've got a healthy distance in the in the West. Um, I'm I'm over everybody, but um, it's 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 too bad because Paul. I still maintain um, in the contemporary game is these still the gold standard of what a point guard. Should be. And should be yeah. and how to go about the task of uh, yep. the job of being a point guard. And, and uh, it, 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 he, he's the model right now. He's the, he's the walking breathing model uh, except he's not able to play now for the next six to eight weeks. And uh, right. now a lot of pressure on uh, Cameron Payne who played well last year at times, but boy, this is, uh, this is asking a lot now. Uh, now do you subscribe to any theory that says that um, somehow or other Booker has to alter his game? Or does no. he just
0: go back to doing what he does, right? I don't think it matters if you get Chris Paul back two weeks before the end of the regular season. Somehow, yeah. you're fine, and he's healthy. Like it can only actually hurt him, uh, help him, because campaign has a chance to kind of get, you know, get his swagger back a little bit more, get more reps. You're actually getting a, I don't, I don't know if healthier is the word, but kind of with Chris Paul, right? I mean, he's older. You yeah, his legs, his legs should be. Uh certainly better. We're talking about a to people who
1: don't know a thumb. We're not talking about a limb, I mean a knee, an ankle, a shoulder. Yeah. A thumb. And presumably the thumb will heal and it'll be functional, it'll be fine. And exactly. I mean, I think that's a reasonable assumption. It's not right. gonna be an injury, that's gonna once it's done, it's done. And that's the end of the story, I I would think. Unless I'm missing something here.
0: Yeah. No, I think
1: that's accurate. Yeah, so that that's the only good news involved with this story since we know that, you know, what matters will take place in April and May.
2: Uh, speaking of point guards coming up this Friday, we have the swapping of the point guards. The Celtics will be taking on the nets uh, <laughs> and their new guy. Simmons is going to make his debut. And then James Harden plays for Philly. I'm going to say this right now. I'm going out on a limb. Tanguy Tangway has a take. Okay. <laughs> I think Philadelphia is going to roll. I think I I, I think Harden. We all know if he puts down, you know, if he takes care of himself and stays healthy and tries to eat right and so forth. But I think he and Embiid, man, if I'm Milwaukee, I'm worried. Those two could, because I mean, look what Embiid's doing alone. I mean, if, I think Harden and Embiid could get on a roll and look out and be in the finals.
1: Oh, I think that could be very good. Although I, th- I thought they had a very good thing going at the time with the, with the chemistry that the other group had. But, but uh, uh, this is, just is intriguing. It is definitely intriguing, and I have to say that uh, um, Harden fooled me last year with the way he altered his game. Towards, right. Well, so he's in, done it before. Yeah, you know, I mean, and and I still don't know where those assists come from. They're the fan- they, yeah. they <laughs> I don't know. That's my thing. But they, but the, every morning you pick up the box score and it says there was he had eight assists. Uh, I don't remember any of them, but that's okay. Anyway, um, yeah, it's going kind to of be interesting, and, and the whole pick and roll thing. Uh, Although in in, in,
0: in Embiid's case, is it more pick and pop than pick and roll? Do you think, Jeff? It can be whatever you want it to be. But, yeah, I mean, it can be pick and roll. It can be pick and pop. That's the beauty of having Joel is he can do whatever. I I don't know if I've ever, I mean, again, the most apt comparison is is Akeem in the post. right? But Embiid can step out and he can shoot the three. Like this dude, when he's healthy,
2: I don't, I don't, there's nobody in the game that can Well, stop yeah, I mean, them. see, this is the way I look at it, guys. I mean, if Harden decides to play like he did to what Bob was talking about, and this is what I find exciting, because Simmons is going to be a work in progress. You sure. know, the Kyrie curse, I think, has really screwed them up. But if Harden plays the way he did when he first got to the Nets, A, they can beat Milwaukee, and I think they're the only team that can beat Golden State. I, I think, listen, the Nets, if you had Kyrie for every game now, yeah, but you're
0: not. <laughs> I still think Simmons with with Kyrie with KD now with uh, uh, you know Drazik uh, signing with them. Uh, you know, after being bought out, uh, they got shooters, right? Like what? What don't if they're whole? What yeah. doesn't? I mean, other than chemistry and well, Kyrie yeah. and all that. Well, that's that's it. I know. I know. I, I'm with you. All I'm saying is like that team. Ben Simmons could not fit. A duo better on the court. Like if you if you said who are the two players you want around Ben Simmons in the league, in the entire league, you would pick Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I picked you know, Durant. Never get Joe that. Harris back, you know. But that in terms of a shooter, now right. they got Seth. Yep, right. that's Seth. what I'm saying. Right. Like their their pieces fit beautifully together around Ben Simmons. They do. It's it's exactly what you want, what you would want to draw up. But again, it's Kyrie, 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 Kyrie.
1: Although, you know. Then we we all want to fast forward. Well, I want to fast forward to the playoffs. Let's say this thing materializes the way you're suggesting that it could. But now we get to the playoffs, and we go harking back to what happened in the playoffs last year with him, and 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 his allusion to mental health, and his allusion. Yeah, you know, is he going to have flashbacks? Is he going to? But
0: alter- the ball doesn't have to be in his hands if Kyrie's That's on the true. floor. That's true. That's the difference and, you can. And there's no point in him being in the in, in the, defensively, in defensively. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, okay. I mean, he's an elite defender, elite. So if you say, hey, we don't need to put them on his hands. We're going to put it in Kyrie and in KD's okay, hands. Well, you don't good. have to touch it. You're not going to get fouled here. But we need you to be that elite defender. Well, then. That's a good point. Right? I mean, like, he, he has value. He has value still at the end
2: of the games playing al- alongside two of the best offensive players we've ever seen. All right, just for the heck of it here. Jeff seems to be pro-Nets. I'm going to be pro-Sixers. We're all talking out of our you-know-what. Yeah, We don't know what's going to happen. Bob, what do you think is going to happen? Well,
1: I like the Sixer angle. I think they're going to be very interesting. And, and uh, uh, I've I, I, I just been, you know, jolted a little bit by the... By Jeff's assessment, assessment of the no, I mean, uh, of who the, knows? Any idea? Because I'm so see, I, my problem. I have to get over this. Okay, guys, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll start where I have to get over my antipathy for uh, of uh, for uh, Simmons. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, the whole the whole story drives me crazy. I, I I hold it against this this gentleman that he has apparently refused to work on his game, to alter his game. Uh, to where it it could and should be with regard to this outside shooting thing, and and not just threes, but the whole idea of something other than going to the basket, and at six feet ten,
0: um, and don't anger- you think KD? Don't you think if there's one person that might because it's obviously a coach hasn't worked for him. Brett Brown didn't work, Doc didn't work, but what about if KD is the driving force in this? Of hey hey Ben, we don't give a shit if you miss them. Take the shots. Give him the ball. Pass Ben Simmons the ball and say, "Shoot the effing ball!" Like KD well, could do that. All right. Well, okay. Let's see how that works. Maybe could.
1: I, I don't know if he will. Way. Meanwhile, but who, you know, the, the, we have they do have a coach. Even though Kyrie is in the past suggested it really was a superfluous idea, but they do have a coach yeah. who we like, I think, and respect. And let's see what his approach is. Right. Right. You see if he can unlock the. The, you know find the key, the key has the key yeah, to unlock the, the, key. Key. the enigma inside the wrapped inside the riddle you know and all that that is ben simmons's mind
2: Jens, <laughs> always always a pleasure we got to wrap it up bob ryan jeff goodman thanks for letting me hang